Share Truth Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined in studio by Cedra Sarton and Chris Woodward. It's that time again, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Glad to be back. <laughs> For you to come into our into our cave where we just have no idea what's going on and you you show us how wonderful the world is. This yes. year. <laughs> so for the ones who don't know, we right. try to bring Chris in every four to six weeks mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of update people listening on mm-hmm. what's just happening in the world news-wise. And uh, yeah, I do zero prep on the Christmas days. I'm like, Chris has got it. I feel, I feel like just being a present on the internet is prep enough. Yeah, no, like <laughs> I'm scrolling through news, but yeah. I don't write out show talking oh, yeah. points. No. I get just, all my news from Facebook. Yes, yeah. we don't know what Chris is going to throw out. It's more out. accurate than Wikipedia. That's actually true. <laughs> Unfortunately, <Yes>. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's all about the same. I need same. Snopes to tell me if that's true or not. <laughs> right. So if you are new to this podcast, mm-hmm. this show, and you've never listened before, you can find us on EngageMagazine.net, mm-hmm. where you can listen to our past podcast. Click on the tab that says radio. It'll also lead you to other places where you can listen. So if you'd rather listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, you can also do that. Mm-hmm. And check out our articles, and you can yeah. find us on social media. Wherever it's all yeah. there, engagemagazine.net. And before we really get into the the mm-hmm. meat of this uh, program, uh, Chris, why don't you remind our listeners who you are and what you do? Yeah, I am the uh, one of the reporters with American Family News. Uh, that's the radio side of American Family Radio uh, News. Uh, and then all of our stories wind up on a website called onenewsnow.com. Spell out the one. Um, we have, in addition to our staff pieces, we have associated press comment or uh, content. Uh, there's also a, a political cartoon on an everyday basis, pretty much. Uh, there's some videos from the Associated Press. We have a lot of columns. We also have a, le- a section on the right-hand side, if you were to scroll down on the homepage, called Latest from the Web. Mm-hmm. And that's various articles that you might find on Drudge Report, or if you were to spend an awful amount of time uh, on the internet every day. We try to do um, a lot of content from a lot of different places, so that way you can come to onenewsnow.com and kind of have a one-stop shop, if Mm -hmm. you will, uh, to get news and information from a Christian perspective. Mm -hmm. And y'all are always busy. We are, yes. I can't imagine, I I don't think I would make a very good journalist, because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much out of touch most of the time, but I can't imagine just the yeah, sheer amount of it. It has picked up a lot. Uh, it has picked up a lot uh, just in the last couple of years. Uh, I remember when I started here about 10 years ago, back when I was just a uh, young whippersnapper, oh, yeah. uh, there was a period during the summer where it was kind of dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, members of Congress would go home for town hall meetings and things like that, smile, kiss babies, shake hands. Back in the good old days. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like you can come in uh, You can come in and have your day planned. Mm-hmm. You have a, We have an editorial meeting at onenewsnow.com every day at 9 a.m. Central, and we talk about uh, things we're going to cover, things we'd like to cover. We get assignments from our boss, Fred Jackson, and then all of a sudden the president sneezes or Biden coughs or something, and your entire day changes. And (laughs) everything that was a huge story then is now old news, Mm -hmm. fake news, whatever you want to call it, and you've got to... uh, there's never a dull moment, uh, but there's a lot to juggle. So it, it's mm-hmm. definitely uh, it's a, it's an honor to get to tell people what's going on in the news. Yeah, yeah and that's why we have you here exactly. because uh, you know we are for everybody. I think our pro, I think our content's for everybody. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but Maybe we're mainly babies, but yeah. we're mainly geared towards uh, 
Young Christians College mm-hmm. to mid thirties, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you got people in different life stages, and they're I don't know, you know, I think there are a lot of uninformed people, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever generation you're in, mm-hmm. right? And so for the ones who listen to us, um, we we wanted to add a little bit more. Yeah, we we do we do uh, you know, more biblical studies than. Mm-hmm like world news politics things right. like that but mm-hmm. we 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 don't want our listeners to think that it's okay to have your head buried in the sand and mm-hmm. not know what's going on in the mm-hmm. world right so yeah that's where you I come mean, in right yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's it's a great honor to be on here again mm-hmm. um something that impacts all of our listeners to this program right now uh, involves this year's election president trump has mm-hmm. been on the campaign trail in recent days he's visited place or s- states like uh, michigan he was in kenosha wisconsin one of the scenes of mm-hmm. a recent uh, police involved shooting uh, vice president biden uh, has also uh, made a stop mm-hmm. in kenosha he's been to pennsylvania places like that uh, they're talking about various things President Trump um, says he made the economy great after he took office in January of 2017. Things kind of fell apart due to COVID-19 and the government's response to it. But he believes he is the man best equipped to bring our economy back, to make our economy great again, if you will. Hmm. Vice President Biden begs to differ. He says uh, he's best equipped. He should be the one uh, in charge of these things. And he has uh, the nation's best interest in mind. Um, Whoever gets elected... Their policies, mm. uh, their executive orders are going to impact a lot of people, and the bulk of people paying for these things that both of these candidates want are young Americans. Millennials mm. and Gen Z now mm. make up a chunk of uh, right. the nation's voting base, yeah. and we're going to be the ones on the hook for paying for baby boomers and Gen Xers once they retire mm-hmm. and get into uh, nursing home settings and things like that, where maybe they have a little more health needs than what they currently have. So that's one big issue mm. um, to watch for and to listen out for. You can find various election stories at onenewsnow.com again not just from us but the associated press and check out that latest from the web section too because that'll give you some information that we don't cover um, only because we're assigned to cover some other things at that moment Mm -hmm. another issue to watch out for president trump just uh, this week actually came out with another list of supreme court nominees these Mm -hmm. are people that he would consider if there were a vacancy on the u.s supreme court in the near future or at some point after the election uh, names on the list include Senators Ted Cruz of Texas, mm-hmm. who was a Solicitor General for the great state of Texas before he was U.S. Senator there. Uh, Senator Josh Hawley, the former Missouri Attorney General, uh, he defeated Claire McCaskill a couple of years ago, if it's been that long, uh, for the U.S. Senate seat. He also is a fan of uh, Senator Tom Cotton, and a name that you might hear or remember, rather, uh, from when Justice Kavanaugh got the gig at the Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. She's one of the justices on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, I believe it is. A lot of people have been uh, fond of her. They seem to think she is a logical replacement for someone like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I bring up Ginsburg because a lot of people seem to think she's going to be the first one to have to step away. But let's be honest, none of us is guaranteed tomorrow, right? I mean, the the youngest people on the court are Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Both of them are around 50. Mm-hmm. Um, Justice Clarence Thomas has been there for almost 30 years now. Justice Breyer uh, is also about the same age as Ginsburg. So uh, this president and those who are going to follow him in office at some point next year or beyond that are going to be in charge of picking the nation's judges, whether it be at the Supreme Court level, the federal court level, district judges, things like that. And it brings me to this point. When we choose a president, we're not just choosing a chief executive. We're picking 
justices, we're picking agency heads, we're picking bureaucrats, we're picking the person that's going to make decisions uh, that are left to him or her uh, through the Constitution, things that Congress doesn't necessarily weigh in on or have to weigh in on. And that is why it is very important that you figure out and you find out where these people stand on these issues. Right. Don't just go check a box. Don't just go with whatever great soundbite you heard on a newscast. That's good. Find out where these people stand on these issues. Religious freedom is vastly important to us, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but religious freedom is important to everybody. It should be, even if you are not someone who is religious. And I mm-hmm. do know from time to time we have people that are not, uh, they're unbelievers, and they, they listen to us. They want to figure out where it is we stand on the issues. If someone's religious freedom is taken away from them, their constitutional right, their First Amendment rights, all that's going to do is set up all the other constitutional rights like dominoes. And if the that's government's going to take away yeah. one amendment, it's going to take away the other one because mm-hmm. there's going to be a precedent for taking away the other one. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to figure out where these people stand. That's that's good. I mean, and I, I think, too, um, it's important to know where you stand as well. I think before you before you go into, you know, the voting booth and mm-hmm. you and you check a box and you might know where some people stand but like know what the bible says about these issues too because i mean we can be misled i mean right. and like you said like there, i mean people have the sound bites people have the cleverly edited you know little videos that they share and yeah. stuff to, and that unfortunately sways a lot of people's yeah. opinions yeah i know a lot of believers um that have told me well you know th- we're, everything's going according to God's plan, and he's on the throne, and he's got this, and sure. we shouldn't pick and choose the people that he's going to put in power anyway. Hmm. I tend to think that's not the best argument to make because we're still called to be stewards mm-hmm. of uh, all kinds of things, not just our environment. Yeah. Um, and so I think, um, hmm. I think we should vote, but mm-hmm. we also should vote from how uh, th- the things that we learn from the Bible, right, yeah. which is all the more reason to listen to this program and be in the Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out what God says and wants for you. Take that and apply it to your life and share it with others. Yeah. And don't don't check a box just because your family checks that box. Oh. <laughs> that kills me. That that absolutely. Oh, and that's on both sides. Yeah. That's yeah. on both sides. Yeah. Now I'm not I'm not here to say that <laughs> that necessarily that just because I'm not saying one side mm-hmm. or another. I'm just saying both sides do it. Yeah. Where no. they do it because my parents yeah. voted this way for years mm-hmm. and years and years, so that's just how I vote. Okay, would well, you have another reason why right. you vote? I mean, you can vote like your parents. That's not a yeah. problem. But do you vote that way just because they did or because you have a legitimate reason to I'm, do so? I mean, I'm guilty of this. I mean, mm-hmm. the first time I voted, I can't remember I can't remember what election it was. But I literally I was like asked for that. I was like, Okay, so who are we voting for? <laughs> I mean, I was as uninformed as anyone could ever yeah. be right. at that point in my life. <laughs> well, I know that uh I know that we have a very handy voter guide that you can usually check out, Mm -hmm. um, which doesn't tell you which way to vote, but it does tell you what different people, how they stand on different issues. So if you're Mm -hmm. not sure, you can go check that out and see, you know, okay, well, which one of these lines up more with scripture yeah and I would, speaking of scripture, something I was looking Mm -hmm. up on my phone here, um, you know, don't put the candidates on the same pedestal as God, don't don't treat no, them don't like your savior. Okay, Donald <laughs> Trump's not going to save your soul. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden's not going to either, mm-hmm. or Green Party candidate, or insert candidate <laughs> here. Um, you know, one of the pieces of scripture uh, I think is important to remember is that uh, Psalm one eighteen eight. It's better to put trust in the Lord than, than to put confidence in man. Mm-hmm. Pick the person, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> trust in the Lord. Pray for that yeah. individual. Pray that uh, you know. Listen, if it's the candidate you didn't want. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what you pray to God, but uh, you yeah. know, yeah, I mean, go to God with those requests, yeah. uh, and and certainly don't fight with family members. Mm-hmm. Scripture also tells us, uh, you know, great peace have they which love Thy law, mm-hmm. and nothing shall offend them. This is that time of year where families are divided. It's yes. already football season, which mm-hmm. means some of your households are already divided. <laughs> um, and now we've got this election going on here, and mm-hmm. mom likes this person, and your sister-in-law likes that person, and all of a sudden your dad's not speaking to anybody, and all the, you know, um, that's not what America is about. We, mm-hmm. we, there was a day in time mm-hmm. where we got through elections mm-hmm. and we still spoke to one another. Right. And now it's like we're, you see all these news stories of somebody getting a, a Make America Great Again cap knocked off their head or somebody loses their job. That was an actual story in recent yeah, days in that. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Guy lost his job over wearing a uh, Trump 2020 cap um, mm-hmm. at, a, at a shipbuilding place where, coincidentally, he did tell me that he's worked there since 2012 and during his time at the shipbuilding place in Newport News, uh, he's seen people wear Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton yeah. gear. Yeah. Nothing was ever done to them. He said, I tried to verify that with the company, but they, air quotes, declined the opportunity Sure. to have an interview and wouldn't tell me as much. So I'm merely reporting the story there. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I think one of the reasons why um, we do not get as long as well as we used to is because social media. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. And, 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 and mm-hmm. it's hard. It's, it's, it's been a real struggle for me. I, I've wanted to, in recent days, just completely pull the plug on social media. Right. I mean, I even tweeted a, a picture. It was one of those Steven Crowder memes <laughs> where it was like, change my mind. Mm. And I put Twitter is what's killing America. Change my mind. And I got some, <laughs> I got some positive reaction. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but, but at the same time, like we use social media. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a struggle. Um, mm-hmm. It's a struggle for me personally. Um, and I think it would be good for everybody to, you know, uh, figure out what it is that God wants you to mm-hmm. do in his word, share those things, be that salt and light, mm-hmm. um, and maybe not always have that knee jerk reaction of I'm going to share this and air my two cents. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily that's going to solve something. Yeah. And there's a, there is a huge difference between being salt and light mm-hmm. and just, you know, like you said, just airing your, I mean, just right. throwing your two cents out there and be, taking a stand which I don't, I mean, there are some rare occasions where you can actually take a stand on social media, but most of the time, yeah. you, there, it, if, if it accomplishes nothing, mm-hmm. why, you know, like, well, it, yeah. it might not be actually taking a stand at that point. Right. Yeah, and and, and the thing, I, I want to look closely at your argument, if you, the way you handle yourself mm-hmm. is not going to change, I mean, of course, you're going to have, no matter what you do, you're going to have people who disagree. Yes. You're going to have people angry with you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people who say awful things. Um, but if your method of trying to reach people mm-hmm. isn't going to change minds, and it's just going to get a hallelujah from the people who already agree with you, mm-hmm. maybe look at your way of arguing, and maybe mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong. So if you're screaming at somebody mm-hmm. on Facebook, oh, you're on Facebook, all caps, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. Okay, who's going to, are you going to, is that person going to change their mind, or are they going to immediately, Goodness. like, mentally shut and you the, off? And, and the things that people will actually yeah. go into this type of stuff over. Yeah. It's not, e- some of these things are not even biblical issues. It can be um, a, 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 a local <laughs> response to the coronavirus. Right. And people have very strong opinions on that. And people can have strong opinions on that. But the way they take each other, you know, down over those differences, mm-hmm. I mean, you can say, I mean, and I respect an opinion that says, well, some of that actually goes into a, the, the Bible says something about how government works. And I think that's true. But there are some, some areas where I mean, the, the Bible gives us some, some, some leeway here. Mm-hmm. And if you're disagreeing that vehemently over that area, 
to me, I mean, I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that as a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> something something um, that I've tried to keep in mind before, and, and I'll admit I've even failed at this. Mm-hmm. Um, when you want to have that reaction, when, when the flesh comes out and you're, you want to type, you're an idiot, you know, <laughs> exclamation points, yeah. 50 of them. Uh, you know, imagine, <laughs> take a moment, uh, take a moment and imagine like, what if I end up knocking on this person's door this weekend with the team from my church out inviting people to church? Yeah. And they remember that you just told them you're an idiot mm-hmm. or they recognize your face from your yeah. Facebook picture or something of that nature. Yeah. And yeah. is that person, is that person going to take you up on yeah. your invite? I, I seriously okay. doubt it. That's good. There, I mean, you go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say there is a seriously awful trend that I've seen even in the, it, it bothers me enough in the conservative circles, mm-hmm. but especially in the people who consider themselves Christian mm-hmm. conservative circles. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on both sides, but it was, especially people who call themselves Christians that bothers me, mm-hmm. is they attack people's appearances over a disagreement, over a political yeah. disagreement. I've mm-hmm. seen people post things that are, I don't know. They I, Here's one that bothers me. They post uh, photos of uh, Melania Trump, beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and they say upgrade and stuff. And like, so what does that mean? <laughs> What does that mean? And also, why does that matter? Why does that matter? <laughs> what can you come up with a real argument? Okay, then delete well, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think you know. when it comes to Christians, or, 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 even people who call themselves Christians, mm-hmm. um, I think you, we got to keep our eye on the actual objective here. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, being salt and light—that's what we need to do. Well, what does that look like? Well, that means it's gospel centric. You know, uh, if exactly. if the things that you're saying are one, not pushing forward the gospel, and two, actually damaging your witness. Yes. Yeah. You really don't have any business saying that. Right. Um, one one thing I've noticed, though, is that some people kind of take what we're talking about here, and they mm. the only thing they push is to love your neighbor. Everybody's a sinner. Yeah, but that's but, not the gospel. Right. <laughs> it's not also not the only thing the Bible yeah, says. Exactly. I mean, God, you know, Jesus himself said, repent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the same Jesus that told us to love our neighbor also told people to repent. Mm-hmm. He also wants us to go tell people about sin and salvation. Right. So yeah. that way we can show people why it is they need to repent, why it is Jesus saves all of us, myself included. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Uh, never claimed to be. Um, <laughs> if, so, you know, that's the mm-hmm. thing. Like, don't just take one little verse and make that your entire doctrine and the only thing you tell people. And I think that's where a lot of Christians, unfortunately, do fall, yeah. fall short. Yeah, they do that or they or they haven't quite figured, mastered the art of reaching people with kindness and love. Mm-hmm. You can tell someone they're wrong in kindness and love. Yeah, I mean, and what a great opportunity this year has been. I know, I mean, it's yeah. hard to say anything positive about 2020 except for probably a lot of covid tests um but yeah uh i mean we have fires going right Mm -hmm. now the skies (laughs) in california are orange there yes i mean it's pumpkin spice i mean it looks like uh (laughs) science fiction movies set on mars for real don't do those exactly i've seen the movies where it's like this is what the world is going to look like in 2049 and well 2020 is like this now yeah in california right now you're you're walking around expecting to see matt damon from the martian yeah (laughs) growing some potatoes come walking out yeah Yeah. i read that book i read the book and so so that's what it looks like so that's a a lot Mm -hmm. Going well, on there. And I do, ha- I do have some positive news. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't uh, try to ruin your day in four minutes and twenty nine <laughs> seconds uh, every hour. Um, 
there is some positive news to report here, and it does involve COVID-19. I spoke with a, a guy named Bruce Smith. He's the president and chief executive officer of Wycliffe Associates. Oh, okay. And they uh, had mentioned uh, to me that uh, despite all the problems with uh, COVID-19, mm. while a lot of people just assumed, well, this is completely disrupted Bible translation. People well, are not yeah. getting God's word in their mother tongue language, mm-hmm. as it's described by Bruce and others. Um, Bruce did say, yeah, it's caused some problems for us, but... In some cases, Bible translation have actually efforts have actually accelerated oh, wow. in the age of COVID nineteen, due in part to the fact that a lot of the people they have in various countries that still do not have God's word in a certain dialect. A lot of those people are restricted in terms of international travel, but that hasn't stopped them from doing domestic travel. And due uh, due to the fact that a lot of people are told you got to completely shelter in place, you can't come out except for one hour a week to buy groceries right. and you know, things like that. A lot of them have spent their time translating God's word. That's so amazing. in some cases, there have been places where things mm. have actually accelerated. Right. Um, and one of the things, too, that a lot of people, maybe if you've donated to Wycliffe or a lot of the Bible translation groups, um, your efforts, your money has actually helped um, donate equipment mm. to places. Uh, Bruce was telling me some some people did send uh, messages saying, hey, you know, we're hungry, we aren't able to get food, there's not as much rice and pork and beef and things like that going around now due to restrictions on shipments. Uh, so Bruce and others were able to kind of rapidly respond and, and mm. send people food. Uh, and all of that is made possible to people that listen to this program and other radio shows on a yeah. vast number of networks that do yeah. these kinds of things. It's not all bad news. Uh, yes, 99% of it does seem negative. Uh, but there are bright spots in this, even in a dire, serious age that we're going to talk about for generations to come, Yes, uh, like COVID-19. Yeah, that well, just goes to show... You know, God can take anything, anything good yeah. or bad, and mm-hmm. use it for His glory. Use it for Him. And as you were talking about that, the 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 mission, the 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 people being at home and having that time mm-hmm. to to continue their work, and even more, right. more so. I was just thinking, like the Bible is full of examples where it wasn't that a bad thing happened, and the guy was like, "Oh, I can use this opportunity." God el- purposefully, mm-hmm. intentionally made this thing happen. So you 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 have. Um, David, after his sin with Bathsheba, the the baby is born, the baby dies. Right. And then we get this amazing psalm mm-hmm. of repentance right. and faith in God out of that. Um, we have Paul being thrown into prison over and over and over and over. And we have the majority of the Bible written because of that. And you have John exiled to Patmos. We have the book of Revelation. Right. So... Over and over throughout history, through the Bible and just throughout e- extra biblical uh, history, when Christians, when God allows or d- uh, intends for Christians mm-hmm. to go through horrible times, which, by the way, this is not the worst it's ever been. Right. It's it's because he's got something planned. It's because there are going to be opportunities for people to have more time mm-hmm. <laughs> to do more work. Like like you've been saying, like people. We might never hear about what's going to happen in other countries where people have very few Bibles in their language. We might not ever hear what happens because of 2020, because of what ha- with the coronavirus and the opportunities that have been provided because of that. That might not ever reach mm-hmm. the headlines, but we will know one day why this happened, mm-hmm. um, and it will be a good thing. Sure, We will look back uh, from an eternal perspective, 2020 is a good year, and it you can say that for every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there have been some other uh, organizations. I think Lifeway has done some things, too, on um, 
you know, people that uh, were not Bible readers at all, they didn't go to church all that much, when things like that really started kind of going south back mm-hmm. in like February, March, there were studies uh, that came out that found a lot of people were, for the first time in a long time, opening their Bibles. Yeah. Or they were buying a Bible or they were getting together and they were reading or maybe they were calling people they knew that were believers. And so those believers had that opportunity to share mm-hmm. uh, the gospel with uh, various other people. And so, you know, who knows? I mean, we're, we're going to meet people in glory one day that got saved through all this. And yeah. what a joyous uh, celebration that's going to be. One of the interesting things, too, uh, you talked about uh, various people in the Bible that went through periods of um, difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think uh, anytime you feel like your day is just terrible, no good, very bad, okay, and it's, it's just the worst, man. I mean, like, go read Paul's prison epistles <laughs> yeah. and consider uh-huh. how awful mm-hmm. things were for him throughout much of his time serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, God calls him into service, and then things are just really difficult for him. But he persevered, and he counted it all joy and right. things like that. Go read the Old Testament prophets like Jeremiah mm-hmm. or Ezekiel, things like that. They went through some horrible things. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah actually think uh, at one point like quits. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so... You know, no matter how bad you think it is, mm-hmm. get in the Word and find out what it is these people went through, how they responded to those situations, uh, and what it is the Lord wants yeah. you to do and take from that so that way you can share it with other people. One of the things that when, when the lockdowns began for us, one of the things that I thought initially was, wow, um, children are staying at home, fathers are staying at home. Right. And I mean, we, we've had discussions before where we, we talk about father, fatherlessness in our culture mm-hmm. and all of the issues, pretty much the majority of the issues in our culture can be traced back to fatherlessness. But this, this thing that has happened has brought fathers back home with their children. And right. I think majority of the time for the better. So who knows what we'll see. Um, in the next decade yeah. because of this. And that's it's interesting you mentioned that because one of the things that both presidential candidates mm-hmm. pointed out, granted, in their political conventions sure. is the fact that they are all about family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, President Trump has a, <laughs> has a bunch of kids. Joe mm-hmm. Biden has a bunch of kids. And they claim that they are the man best equipped, the, the best father out there to, to run this country <laughs> and to be a father to the fatherless and things right. like that. So there are some, uh, there are some things uh, in there. But again, it brings us back to what we were talking about earlier in the segment. Find out what it is mm-hmm. that these people really stand for and how it impacts your family and those that you live around. Right, right. Um, well, thank you, Chris, for being uh, with us today. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to next month when we have this segment yes. again because goodness, this year keeps bringing us new things to talk. We will about. be <laughs> days away from the election by that point. Oh yeah. my goodness! So it's just gonna this is gonna be that's gonna be the peak of everything. Yeah. So goodness. But so. you know, until then, <laughs> yeah. if you want to hear more mm-hmm. from Chris, check out onenewsnow.com. Thank you. Yeah, and if you want to see more of us, go to engagemagazine.net. And as always, continue to share truth and apply scripture. We'll see you next week.